Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We have got a thriving week of folks uh, that are going to join us on the show. This is really sort of an activation of sorts. Maybe spring has sprung is part of it. Um, you know, we're in the spring zone, that equinox, all of that juiciness happening. Uh, and Benny and I are thrilled to be with you this week. We've got such a combination, Benny. This week on the show, it should be one of the one of the best best weeks that we've ever done in programming. It's more than just your one two punch. Is it's what you're more looking the at. one two. It's more it's than the just one, the one two. It's the one three. It's like kind of rapid fire. It's the Boom. one two uppercut. Oh, one. I see how you. Yeah, like, eh, eh, I got like that. You, you you're from the streets. You should know how it is. At five years old, I that's was given boxing gloves. <laughs> Just want to be really clear about that. Uh, yep, that's what happens when you get raised by your uncles. Yep, they that's, could be given your dolls, but I'm, no. That's why I'm out of your arm range. That's exactly right. Get them boxing yeah. gloves. You know, Knock and me out. as a matter of fact, you know, I, what I found out was my sister still had them. My little five-year-old boxing really? gloves. They weren't like kids' boxing gloves. They were like real people's boxing gloves. Because Uncle Bobby and Uncle Dickie and Uncle Jimmy used to go to the boxing rink. Mm-hmm. So I guess they, they got a couple of gifts. And you were the little protege. I always did little girl. Mm-hmm. That was a little girl that had the boxing gloves. I think you still got it. I think I still got it. Sure. Yeah. You never okay. lose that. I don't think you ever do lose it. And I can remember to this day, you know, um, my Uncle Jimmy kind of teaching me the old one-two. Don't you think? I know you wanted to stand up and start throwing. I'll save it because I, right. I my guest is just okay. absolutely awesome. So I don't want to take any more time with that. But I'll actually bring in my boxing do gloves it that break, I have now. You can show everybody at the break on, I, the, on the webcam. <laughs> just do a little couple rounds right here against the webcam. Oh, oh, oh. that's what I'm talking I think about. You should. What a great show we've got planned for you today. I want to make sure all of you know that this lineup today, as we do in most days, is incredible. And let me just give you sort of a sneak preview, if we can, Benny. Of who we have joining us here today. Of course, starting our, off our Monday is David Emerald, as Benny has announced previously. You know, he, David is joining us. He's a phenomenal consultant, a master facilitator, executive coach, speaker, author. And, you know, his style, which you'll hear in a few moments, is absolutely of the nature that you and I live. It's about real people, real situations, learning how to deal in this world in a really cool way, powerful way. So you're going to get introduced to, you know, his, uh, well, what I want to say, the revised updated uh, book, The Power of Ted. You'll find out what Ted is all about. And also we're going to be giving away several copies of the book today during the show. So make sure you take down our 1-800 number, 1-800-930-2819. But when we talk about David's Ted framework, you know, we're going to be talking about that framework as an incredible learning program. And you know, what David's going to share with us today is how certain schools have adapted it for their curriculum, what learning is about, what it means uh, to have and step into the empowerment dynamic. So David is kicking us off here today with the show.
show. But as I said earlier, this is what we've got planned for you for the week. Tomorrow, Reverend Carlton Pearson will be joining us again. Uh, Robert Yanka is joining us about health and wellness and the coaching revolution that he'll be talking about. Kate Somerville from Hay House is going to talk to us. We're going to talk about complexion perfection, the ultimate guide to beautiful skin. And you're going to be blown away by what she's going to talk about. It's not going to be what you think. Pamela Welsh is going to join us for energy. Nancy O'Dell, who hosted entertainment. No, she access. Uh, what did she do? Access. Hollywood. Access Hollywood. Access Hollywood. Yep. She's joining us to talk about her champion, uh, a very great cause, muscular dystrophy and the Muscular Dystrophy Association. Then we'll do a little soul talk with Rosanna Ienko. We'll have Rick Hill talking about the air that we're breathing, Mary Jane Mack, Madeline Gerwick, and our friends from Access Wellness. But today's show, today's show is about power and about empowerment. And so David's joining us here today so that we can upgrade our personal operating system to the power of TED, the empowerment dynamic. David Emerald joining us here today. You're going to hear lots more about him. David, thank you so much for joining me on the show. It's great to have you here. Pat, I'm delighted to be here. And Benny, great to meet you. Pleasure's ours. Okay, so I want to start with a question that I ask everybody on the show. I've just given people a very short, very abbreviated uh, biography of who you are and what you've done. I mean, you know, we've talked about you as a consultant. We talked to you as a consulting director of Bank One and their, their learning and leadership development. You know, you're somebody that travels all around the world talking about and doing things you love. But here's the question. What are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles that you personally had to overcome to bring you to this moment? Well, that's a great question. And I will tell you that that's a lot of what the power of TED is all about, is um, I decided in sharing of my own journey to write the book about some of the personal challenges that I faced um, a number of years ago and some choices that, that I made. And I would tell you that the, the challenges that we all face is that the reality is our world is becoming more and more complex. There are more and more challenges, where whether they are health challenges, economic challenges, uh, relationship challenges. And how we choose to respond to those challenges is really what living consciously is all about to me. And so it's all about leadership, whether it's personal leadership, whether it's leading in organizations, right. leading in public life. Right. I love what you're talking about because, you know, certainly we hear often, uh, I'm stuck. I, I, I don't know my way out. I've had financial problems for a long time. You know, my dog died. My partner left me. My car won't start today. And you think we're talking about a Carrie Underwood song. Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lots of songs on those things. <laughs> right. Uh, but this is on this show in particular. And what I love talking about is certainly about empowerment, how we can share information. And you are, uh, David, you're someone that's going to be joining us uh, to create this series. So let's talk for a minute about the power of TED. That's the name of your book. We're going to be giving away three copies of it today, I believe, signed autograph copies of it. But it's I love the title, The Power of Thanks. TED. It's kind of like everybody knows TED. But that's really not what this means. Let's talk a minute about what the power of TED really is. Sure. Well, it is, it is certainly a book. It is also a way of being in the world. And TED is both a character in the book. The book itself is a 
teaching story, a fable that takes place on a beach and the conversation between three characters, a character named David, no accent, the uh, <laughs> central character is named David, and a guy named Ted, who is the embodiment of the empowerment dynamic. So Ted is both a character in the book. By the way, they're also joined by Sophia as part of the, the conversation. But TED is an acronym that stands for the empowerment dynamic, and the character TED in the book is the embodiment of this way of thinking, this way of being, this way of taking action in the world, and really brings to David in the course of this two-day conversation some perspectives on how to make shift happen in his own life, to shift from uh, an orientation that is more focused on what I don't want, what I don't like, why I feel like a victim, to a much more empowered way of being. And, you know, I want to talk about this for a minute because we're, we've got lots to talk about, including that personal operating system. So often we hear the word empowerment, and, you know, the question then becomes, is it a noun or is it a verb mm. or is it something else? Is it an adjective? What is it? And I wanted to ask you about that, especially in the context of the power of TED. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a verb, and it is about being in a creator relationship with others, with one's uh, higher power or God. Uh, with one's co-workers, yeah. with one's family members. And it is a, certainly not about power over any of those things. It is being a co-creative uh, power and in a co-creative relationship with others. I love this. And, you know, what we're going to be able to do is we're certainly going to give away copies of the book. But I want to make sure that all of you out there know that if you've got questions, if you want to get a little help from an expert, someone that I'm so honored and thrilled to have on the show, someone that, you know, goes around the, the globe and helps uh, individuals and organizations and groups step into their full potential, you know that number, one 800 930 and if you don't have a question, we certainly would love to give you a copy of the book. Let's talk about our personal operating system because it's kind of like, a, you know, we know what it is in our computer, right? Right. Okay, but let's talk about what our personal operating system is from your perspective and from an empowerment perspective. Well, it is, first and foremost, it is a metaphor that I do borrow from our computers. Okay. And the reality is that many times as computer operating systems have evolved over the years. Uh, some of us are still using programs that are, were written for uh, a, an earlier version of the operating system. That's right. And as human beings, we have default ways of doing things that are based on an old operating system that has, frankly, been running our species since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And that operating system is what I call the, the victim or problem-focused reactive system. And what we do, that old operating system is based on focusing on problems. As we experience problems, as problems occur in our lives, what it engages is what I call an inner state or an emotional response of anxiety. Mm -hmm. And that anxiety can range anywhere from this is a hassle and I wish it would go away to out-and-out fear and terror. But that anxiety then causes us to react. And that old operating system, on the one hand, I could really make the case that it has helped us survive as a species. Up to a point. Up to a point. Mm -hmm. And we can look at a lot of what's going on personally and societally and globally Mm -hmm. 
and also make the case that this operating system is now outmoded. Let's and, let's hold that for when we come back from ba- okay. break because mm-hmm. I just ran into this with my computer. Absolutely ran into this today. So what a great metaphor. Is your personal operating system a bit outdated, not able to hand not able to hand perhaps what your vision is for your life and yourself. I mean, think about buying some new software, putting it on an old computer, an old operating system, and then, yeah, and then there aren't enough downloads and updates that you could possibly get. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with David Emerald, and we're going to show you how to upgrade your personal operating system, and beyond that, how to move beyond that victim orientation. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. E-Cloth claims perfect cleaning with just water on all hard surfaces and no chemicals. I started with my windows, then stovetop, and then the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well E-Cloth cleaned everything. And I did it without exposing my family to potential health-harmful chemical cleaners. Also with eCloth, there's no paper towels, chemicals to buy, so you'll save money. And they're guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to eCloth.com, and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. That's eCloth.com, 20% off everything, free shipping. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Are you concerned about a specific health issue? Do you want to know what causes it? Are you ready to tap into the inner wisdom of your body and listen to what it is telling you? It's a scientific fact that your health condition, present circumstance, and excess weight are not the result of your diet, exercise regime, or genetic makeup. Your thoughts, feelings, and emotions all directly and specifically influence all your body functions, including heart rate, digestion, and organs. Anger is stored in the liver, Resentment is stored in the gallbladder, and lack of support shows up in your back. Our bodies give us clues to how we have been thinking, feeling, and acting. Dr. Cal specializes in interpreting these clues, ignites your inner healer, and guides you step-by-step to continuous, positive, and lasting health changes. When you change your mind, you change your life. Get in your driver's seat today. Visit AskDrKel.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-K-E-L.com. Bella Spark Productions presents the second speaker event in the Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Spend an evening with Bishop Carlton Pearson, one of the most articulate, dynamic, and controversial spiritual leaders of our time, the heir apparent to a new way of thinking. In this inspiring lecture, Carlton will share his story of his own conversation with God, a conversation that has changed his beliefs and his message. Bishop Pearson had an epiphany that changed his way of thinking and preaching from one of hell and damnation to one of love and inclusion with the same passion, energy, and gift for communication that made him a fiery lecturer. His message will lift you up and inspire. Join Bishop Carlton Pearson in Seattle Friday, March 26th at 7 p.m. Followed by Robert Holden, the happiness guru, on April 30th and Shirley McLean on June 13th. Visit bellaspark.com for information and registration. That's bellaspark.com. I don't want to be a tiger Cause tigers play too rough I don't want to be a lion Cause lions ain't the kind you love enough But as a wound 
Ah, there's my man. There's Elvis. Thank you, Benny, for playing Elvis. You know what? Along with those boxing gloves, what do you think I got? Something related to Elvis, like maybe guitar? Absolutely. There you go. So imagine this little five-year-old girl, right, Mm -hmm. with an Elvis Presley guitar and two boxing gloves. That's perfect. (laughs) That's what every little girl wants. That's definitely what uh, I was definitely the envy of the neighborhood. I'll tell you that. I knew it. I was definitely somebody Uh that uh, people want to hang out with in my hood. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com. Today, David Emerald is talking with us, and we're going to be talking lots about the power of TED. And also, David is part of our holistic makeover, so he is also going to work with one of the makeover winners, and those should be announced in the next two weeks. Three of you today, however, will receive an autographed copy of The Power of Ted. And the way to do that is to give us a shout at 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. Now, for more information about The Power of Ted or The Power of Ted upcoming seminars, which we're going to talk about, you can simply go to the website powerofted.com that's powerofted.com uh david thank you for joining us here today i love this metaphor and you and i really got cranked up here during the break but we are talking about a personal operating system and what happens when either the personal operating system doesn't keep up with the programs that are out there or vice versa and so let's talk about what some of the components of this personal operating system are from your perspective the way I define the personal operating systems that we deal with in the power of TED is I use an acronym called FISBE, F-I-S-B-E, not Frisbee, but FISBE. And the F stands for what we put our focus on and helps set up and define the two core orientations that I think we are pulled between as human beings. But so the F stands for where we put our focus and where we put our focus has a great deal to do with what then shows up in our life experience. No kidding. That focus then engages an inner state. So the IS of FISB stands for the inner state. So the emotional response talked about already with the, with the reacting problem-focused orientation that engages anxiety. That inner state then drives our behavior. So the BE stands for behavior. So our focus, inner state, and behavior really are the components that make up this personal operating system. And, you know, let's talk about this for a minute. And let's give an example of focus. So, you know, today you and I, we're coming in, we're coming in to do the show. And, of course, this is working out perfectly. But let's say it didn't. I mean, let's say that I was late Mm -hmm. today. And I don't know, then here you came in, didn't really know what to do. You're at a choice point and how you're going to respond. Now, how important is that choice you make? Now, for many people listening to the show, you know, we're not talking about a life and death situation. However, um, here you are supposed to be doing this interview with me. And hypothetically, I don't show up. What are your choices here? Well, how we face the choices in our lives and what is really what it's all about and even talk about. Uh, that every day we are served up a series of choice points. So just going with your hypothetical, if you were not able to show something happened to you on the way, um, perhaps Benny and I would have a conversation. 
perhaps it, it would be the need to reschedule, and I would understand that. How I choose to respond right. to the uh, disappointment of what was originally planned is very much in my lap. And I can choose to be a victim. I could say, oh, I, oh. I took a couple of hours to try to get here, and mm. she's not here. and and Or I can say, you know, in the scheme of the universe, how important is this? I hope Pat's okay. Uh, what are our, our alternatives? And there is, in fact, a more it's more resourceful to be able to refocus on what it is that I do want, which is to have this conversation with you. And to also choose my response to the current reality that I then face. I love this conversation. I was talking to a friend of mine who is a top salesman person. Um, He's on the East Coast, works for a big company, commission only, by the way, top salesman. uh, But I will tell you that from his point of view, he wouldn't have it any other way. And I said to him, and I, let's just call him Joe. I'm going to call him Joe for a moment. Uh, I said, Joe, how do you do this? You know, look at you get in this, you're in this sales job. You're in it. You're commission only sales. You work for a big company. You work contract. You could be an employee. Why do you choose to do this? And it's interesting because what he shared with me is what you're talking about. What he shared with me wasn't about the job. What he said to me is, I get to choose every day how much joy I express in my, my day. And so I want to ask you about this. This is a guy, and many of us are in positions like this all the time mm-hmm. here, David. We get choice points that will either move us on the path to success or not. So what he said to me, he said, if I had a dollar for every no I got, I would be a Donald Trump billionaire. He said, if I responded negatively for every no I got, I would be in a a sanitarium, really, Mm -hmm. a place that had to take care of me. He said, I get to choose every response and there are no no's. And I want to ask you about that because people are facing no's today and we're either going to go to the drama place or not. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to go back to something we talked about a moment ago. And that is that what is empowerment? Empowerment is about being at choice Mm -hmm. and choosing one's response to the situations that life serves up to them. And so there's an important distinction that I want to make, and then we'll come back to Joe. And that distinction is between victimization and what I call victimhood. Oh, wow. Because victimization is something that we all experience as human beings. So Joe's no is a point of victimization. And when we experience victimization, somebody cuts us off on the road right. or we get a, a no response from a prospective client. Or we get fired right. from um, our jobs or, or something we get like fired. that. Yes, and I've been down that road before. <laughs> and how we choose then to respond is do we make choices that refocus us on the direction that we want to go or do we fall into what I call victimhood? Mm. And victimhood is a source of self-identity. It's a way of being in the world. It's a way of defining oneself. So I think it's important to realize that we all experience victimization. What TED really stands as a challenger to is this notion of victimhood. Because once we go down that path, um, is it the point of no return in certain circumstances? That would, victimhood, I mean, can that become sort of who we are? You know what I'm saying, It absolutely can become who we are. And I choose to believe that any of us also have the power 
to choose to step out of and to escape the mm-hmm. the drama that comes with victimhood. So when we taking and we're going to talk about this today. So for those of you just tuning in, David Emerald is joining us on the show. Uh, this is one of a series of show we're going to do about the power of TED. As I said before, we've got autographed copies of the book to give to you at our toll free number one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. But more importantly, if you want some help getting unstuck, if you want to have a chat with David, please give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. You know, there are different roles you refer to, and you certainly use a term that is called the dreaded drama triangle. What does that mean? How do we define that in our everyday lives? Well, the dreaded drama triangle is really a takeoff on uh, the drama triangle that was originally uh, articulated by Stephen Cartman, a, an early pioneer in transactional analysis, mm-hmm. who identified a set of three roles that uh, that we see in our uh, fairy tales, that we see in our movies, that mm-hmm. we see in commercials. Right. And it's the interplay between the, the core role of victim, and that's a person who feels powerless or is facing a problem, and the victim is then in uh, stands in relationship to uh, a persecutor. And a persecutor could be a person. Persecutor also could be a condition. It could be a health condition. It could be a circumstance, a natural disaster. We've seen a lot of those in the news lately. Exactly. Once the interplay starts to happen between the victim and the persecutor, the victim then consciously or unconsciously starts seeking out or hoping for a rescuer. And the rescuer um, then uh, is hopefully going to intervene and make the problem go away or at least minimize the mm-hmm. impact of the problem. Mm-hmm. The reality is all of us play all three roles when we find ourselves in drama situations, and we can shift those roles uh, in the proverbial blink of an eye. Uh, and, you know, right now we're in the middle of, and I would say we're on the other side of what some people would call one of the greatest dramas we've had in our history, David. I mean, you know, many people have called this financial crisis, recession, whatever you want to call it, devastation. But there's no doubt about it that it has certainly opened up the door of opportunity for millions of people to get engaged in that drama triangle. Absolutely. And again, the distinction between victimization and victimhood, there are many, many people uh, and some of my business uh, has certainly was victimized by the downturn exactly. and the, the constriction of the economy. How we have chosen to respond to that victimization is really what it's all about. And um, using that as an opportunity to, whether it's to retrench, to refocus, uh-huh. to upgrade our operating systems, to upgrade yeah. uh, and be ready for when we can step back out into the turnaround. Yeah. And that's not to minimize for a lot of people. It has been quite a... Uh, an experience of victimization. It's like when I was down in Dallas, Texas, and we went to one of the saloons and they got me on that bull. And I'll tell you, that's what life is feeling like for a little for, for people. Can we hold on long enough not to get thrown when we come back? Uh, wow. David Emerald is joining us here today. We're going to talk about that creator orientation. Why are some people able to hold on to that bull, calm it down, make life the slide and glide? Well, David has got some answers for us. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Right now. 
Bella Spark Productions presents the second speaker event in the Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Spend an evening with Bishop Carlton Pearson, one of the most articulate, dynamic, and controversial spiritual leaders of our time, the heir apparent to a new way of thinking. In this inspiring lecture, Carlton will share his story of his own conversation with God, a conversation that has changed his beliefs and his message. Bishop Pearson had an epiphany that changed his way of thinking and preaching from one of hell and damnation to one of love and inclusion with the same passion, energy, and gift for communication that made him a fiery lecturer. His message will lift you up and inspire. Join Bishop Carlton Pearson in Seattle Friday, March 26th at 7 p.m. Followed by Robert Holden, the happiness guru, on April 30th and Shirley McLean on June 13th. Visit BellaSpark.com for information and registration. That's BellaSpark.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Are you tired of just surviving? Would you like to learn how to thrive? Make 2010 the start of a whole new you. Take charge by enrolling in your own personal boot camp offered by Sharon Roy of Raising Grace Coaching. In just 28 days, you will learn how to rise above your emotions and follow your heart to a life of peace, joy, and purpose. You will tap the power of your own imagination and higher wisdom to create emotional breakthrough strategies that work for you. Start thriving today. Visit RaisingGrace.com or call 401-588-1799. Are you dealing with too much stress? Feeling overwhelmed? Do you worry about becoming ill? Have you become ill? In these complex times, we're all looking for ways to master stress, achieve resiliency, prevent illness, or cure an illness. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi has been empowering individuals to heal themselves for free. To learn more, visit IIQTC.org. Begin your path to self-healing today. IIQTC.org. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. David Emerald is joining me here today. We actually do have, I believe, one more book that we can uh, offer you all out there. You know the number, 1-800-930-2819. And we will be picking up that phone as soon as you call. It is an autograph book by my very special guest, David Emerald. We're talking about the power of TED, but we're really talking about your personal operating system. You know, what it's like to be caught in that drama triangle. But 
what it's like to have the the freedom to choose not to be caught up in it. Uh, And David, this is what I wanted to talk about now. You know, if we are truly at choice about how we respond to many things in our lives, whether it's a job loss or, you know, as we were talking about a no on a sales call, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You know, there are other options. So if we don't choose victimhood, then what do we choose? We choose what we want. And that may sound... Uh, That's good to me. It may sound a a bit trite, but the the way that we shift our orientation, the the upgrade in personal operating system begins by shifting our focus that in the problem orientation we put on problems, in the victim orientation we put on problems, instead focusing on what it is that we do want, what it is that we want to create, what has heart and meaning for us, what it is that we want to go after in our lives. And when we do that, the IS and the FISB, the interstate that gets engaged as we focus on what it is that we want to create, is a passion, a desire, a love for that which we want to see manifest in our lives. And so the behavior that then gets uh, fueled by that passion is taking what I call the next baby step, whatever the next baby step is that is going to help you move toward, get closer to, or get clearer about that vision or outcome. And I also want to say that that in the realm of creating, two things I want to add very quickly. One is that it's not Pollyannish. It's not saying that there aren't problems that need to be solved. But in the creator orientation, we focus on those problems that stand in relation to what it is that we want to create. So we tackle those problems in service to the vision, in service to the outcome. Then the second thing I want to add is that the baby steps that we take, this this idea of Whatever the next step is, whether it's a particular conversation or gathering information, that not all baby steps are going to be forward progress. Sometimes we take a baby step and it goes the way we thought it would, and that's great, and that's forward progress. Sometimes we take a baby step and it doesn't go the way we thought it would. It's a mistake or it's a, we find ourselves kind of a step back. But even in that step back, it can be an important data point, if you will, or important information about, so how do I move forward? Yeah. And then thirdly, we never know when a baby step is going to be a quantum leap. I love that because we have such a misunderstanding about quantum leap. If you go to the exact definition of it um, and you read it from a physics point of view, we in this world see it has this enormous jump. Uh, but it's really point A to point B without any interruption. Who doesn't want to do that, though, David? That's right. I mean, you know, I, I know I do. I mean, I'd like to go from here to there. But we've heard this expression. The reason we don't go from here to there most people don't go from here to there as a quantum leap is because we get in our own way. And how does that factor into the power of TED? Well, I'll come back to why, how we get in our own way okay. in just a moment. But let me just uh, to build on what you just said about the, the quantum leap okay. is that to me, the quantum leap wouldn't happen unless we took the baby step. That right. The quantum leap doesn't just open up for us without us taking responsibility for taking that step. And so one of the ways that we get in our own way is that we don't take the step or that we, that we freeze or that we feel like – I think one of the things that I know can get in my way is that there are times where I may envision an outcome that I want to create, whether it's a, a thing or whether it's a relationship, and I want to know it's possible before I expend any energy. And the reality is we often don't know what's possible until we experiment our way, until we take the baby steps, learn along the way, mm-hmm. and uh, 
and be willing to uh, to take the diversions and the, the steps back as well as opening ourselves for those quantum leaps. Where does intuition fit in? Because, I, you know, I've, I've read a lot about you and certainly a lot about you uh, in the book. But I get a sense that, you know, intuition or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. I, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. It plays an enormous p- factor sometimes mm-hmm. in being able to stay focused. You know, some people have such a connection with the what is that it's easy for them to stay on focus because their vision is clear. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean their eyesight. Right. And there are times where what we envision is absolutely crystal clear. There are many other times yeah. where the visions that we hold are what I would say are vague and directional. It's like, I know I want to go in this direction. I know I want a uh, healthy relationship. Um, and the steps I take help me get clearer about that as I move forward. And the steps that I take many times are informed by intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being able to pay attention to current reality and to see current reality as uh, speaking to you about what might be possible for next steps. Mm -hmm. And I follow my intuition a lot. And there are times where the intuition is spot on. And there are times where the intuition didn't go the direction I, I thought it would. And I go, hmm, so what can I learn from that step that didn't go the way I wanted uh, and what does it tell me about the way forward? I, I love this. I want an upgrade, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. We started the conversation by talking about, you, you know, victim, and we're going to talk about some of the other folks here that get uh, get their two cents in. But but I do want an up, uh, upgrade. And mm-hmm. I and I say to myself, I want, a, I want an upgrade. Mm-hmm. I really figured out, and what I mean by that is I figured out in my life right now, I figured out that my personal operating system is just not working. And so I do want an upgrade. I may not say I want an upgrade, but I do want an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And I start to go along the path. What is the quickest way for me to get it? And, you know, am I going to be interrupted by some other strange bedfellows out there that may want to hold me back, so to speak? Well, you are going to bump up against the human (laughs) experience of victimization. So, again, back to that distinction between victimization and victimhood. So stuff will happen. Totally. And and stuff may happen that, um, again, it's not a a linear, straight line path. uh, And we learn every from every step that we take. But with the desire for uh, and choosing to upgrade your personal operating system, you actually open yourself to a whole set, a whole different set of relationship roles and dynamics that we can talk about in a, in a few minutes. Yep. Um, but it also opens up, frankly, just energetically, uh, a realm of resourcefulness that when we're in the constricted kind of victim space just is not available to us. Well, you know, one of the things that, you know, we talk about is getting that creator orientation and, you know, the roles in in TED. Let's talk about what some of the roles are in the power of TED. Well, because I think we could we could probably figure it out. But I want to hear from you because I just need to see which which one showed up today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the empowerment dynamic or again, what we call Ted, Ted, it actually serves as the antidote to the DDT. I purposely use the 
chemical DDT as a, term. as a way of illustrating how those roles and dynamics of victim, persecutor, rescuer uh, result in a toxic environment. In the empowerment dynamic, the antidote to the role of victim is that of creator. So it really represents that basic shift in operating system and mindset. The If I step into a creator orientation and own my own capacity as a creator to, to both choose my response to my life conditions and to choose that which I want to create in my life, when a persecutor then comes into my life or into my experience, again, whether it's a person, condition, or circumstance, I then can meet that persecutor not as a persecutor but as a challenger. So the mm. antidote to the role of persecutor is the challenger for me as a creator, a challenger, uh, like it or not, invited or not, gives me the opportunity to learn, grow, develop, to say, what has this come into my life to challenge me uh, to increase my own capacities and capabilities? Does that help to view it that way to kind of speed up the process? Because what we're really talking about is sort of whether or not the upgrade to our system is going to happen quickly or it's going to take like a month. Right. Right. You know, I'm just hypothetically, metaphorically speaking, because I think we all want to get past whatever stuckness we have. Sure. Unless, of course, Mm -hmm. there's a benefit to it. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) And we we do do that sometimes. We do. And the the reality is, in fact, I just did a uh, just wrote a blog last week about this subject, and that is that creating takes time. And so sometimes things do go fast. And I have to admit, we live in a culture that wants it fast, wants it now. Oh, yesterday. Uh, And uh, creating often has its own time schedule. And uh, to me, the real key is to stay focused, to take the baby steps, to learn from each baby step taken. And over time, sometimes quicker than you might have thought, other times longer than you might have wanted, over time, the tendency to manifest and to create that which we envision uh, does happen. Well, that's what we're going to talk about. We want to create. We want to manifest. David Emerald joining us here on the show. When we come back, we're going to be talking about how we can learn some tools and tips right now to get really focused, to open up and bring the creator in all of us forward, and to be able to make the choice that will make our day absolutely beautifully sunshiny. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And by the way, what happens when we view other people in a way that seems to hold us back? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Do your emotions stop you from experiencing lasting prosperity and joy? Learn to rise above your emotional ceiling with expert guidance from certified life coach Sharon Roy. Sharon's techniques have helped clients worldwide to succeed happily, and now she wants to share this gift with you. For a limited time, Sharon is offering a free 45-minute emotional breakthrough session that could change your life. Call 401-588-1799. That's 401-588-1799. Or visit SucceedHappily.com to claim your free session. That's SucceedHappily.com. Bella Spark Productions presents the second speaker event in the Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Spend an evening with Bishop Carlton Pearson, one of the most articulate, dynamic, and controversial spiritual leaders of our time, the heir apparent to a new way of thinking. In this inspiring lecture, Carlton will share his story of his own conversation with God, a conversation that has changed his beliefs and his message. 
Bishop Pearson had an epiphany that changed his way of thinking and preaching from one of hell and damnation to one of love and inclusion with the same passion, energy, and gift for communication that made him a fiery lecturer. His message will lift you up and inspire. Join Bishop Carlton Pearson in Seattle Friday, March 26th at 7 p.m. Followed by Robert Holden, the happiness guru, on April 30th and Shirley McLean on June 13th. Visit BellaSpark.com for information and registration. That's BellaSpark.com. Is today a good day to apply for a job or to ask for that promotion? Well, the Good Timing Guide uses astrology to identify the best times for many daily work activities. It provides easy-to-read color codes for daily access. Show host Madeline Gerwick is offering a special pre-order price on her 2011 Good Timing Guide and or her newsletters. Now through April 5th, save up to 20% by pre-ordering next year's guide. Have the wind at your back with our best deal all year. To save today, go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Or call us toll-free at 877-524-8300. That number again is 877-524-8300. Remember, pre-order savings for your 2011 Good Timing Guide and or newsletters are only good through April 5th. So act now. Visit askmadeline.com or 877-524-8300. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to drpatlive.com. That's drpatlive.com. For more information about the Power of Ten, you can go to www.powerofted.com. And there are seminars there. Uh, you can get an update uh, schedule of those and uh, how to find out more about the book. And, of course, how to reach out uh, through uh, the, the blog that's on there. If you go to powerofted.com forward slash blog, you will plug into that as well. David Emerald joining us here today. Thank you, David. Thanks for uh, chatting with us. Uh, I want to talk about this creator part because mm-hmm. certainly we've been through so much. All of us have been through it. And, you know, some people are choosing to not go through it quite the way that we hear about it in the news and the media. And so I want to talk about how we can go to that place of uh, victimhood to that place of now becoming the coach, becoming the empowered individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, f- first of all, I think with what a lot of us have been going through, it is easy to forget that we still can be at choice. You know, one of the best examples I can think of of a creator in a an extreme version of victimizations re- referenced in the book, but is Viktor Frankl. 
And Viktor Frankl was, uh, as a young man, was uh, interred in three different Nazi concentration camps. Right. So extreme, extreme victimization. And one of the things he writes about in his book, Man's Search for Meaning. Extraordinary. It is an extraordinary book, is his realization that... Uh, that in the midst of this harsh situation, he says, there was one final freedom that my captors could not take from me, and that was my freedom to choose my response to the situation I found myself in. And so if Viktor Frankl can remember and reconnect with being at choice, had a very narrow range of choices, but he didn't give up his capability and responsibility for making choices. And so, again, it really does come back to the choice point. And so if we want to be of help to people, if we want to uh, help people in the drama triangle, we act as rescuers. Well, one of the things that, that happens when we operate as a rescuer is we actually inadvertently and many times unconsciously reinforce the victimhood of the victim. We say you, we, we see you, uh, the other as somebody to fix, somebody to take care of. As we shift into this creator orientation and the empowerment dynamic, we are of help, not as a rescuer, but as a coach. And this idea of coach, I have a great deal of respect for the coaching profession, but I'm not really talking about a professional coach. It can be a trusted friend who supports another person, who supports their friend by asking good questions, by helping them clarify what it is that they want to create in their lives, to to help them discern the current realities that they face, both the obstacles as well as the things that are going well, and perhaps helps them brainstorm possible baby steps to take. So there's the rescuer to, to coach shift as well. You know, let's talk about what it means to be a coach. What does it mean in the, in, in the, the empowerment um, dynamic? What does it mean to be a coach? Can anybody be a coach? Anybody can be a coach. It's not a trained or professional uh, kind of role. It is being a friend who sees the, the, the other person as being capable, as being resourceful, as being a creator in their own right. Whether the other person is acting like it or not or knows it or not, it's really being able to hold those that you interact with as a creator. And if I see you, Pat, as a creator, rather than telling you what, what you should do, which is a way of of fixing and taking care of, I'm going to be much more in a facilitator coach kind of role. And to ask you, well, okay, you're facing this situation. What is it that you really want? Uh, if you had what you wanted, how might it look? What would what would it feel like? What, what would it, it feel taste like? like? What exactly. Would it... And then I may say, okay, given that vision, um, what are the range of choices you have given your current situation? And what might those baby steps forward be for you? So I'm there much more in a supportive, uh, facilitating coaching role, asking questions. Uh, and at times I may also slip into, um, at times, being a challenger, being a, con- a conscious, constructive challenger that, that challenges you from, uh, from the standpoint of learning and growth. So because the idea is for all of us to be able to take that step whatever that step looks like, that baby step or, you know, more importantly, um, you know, steps that will enable us to get clear about what the future looks like. Uh, You know, David, from your point of view, 
Is there sort of a generalization that one can say is happening right now uh, in in our in this particular country in our society? Is it the fact that that we're trying to keep up, meaning that yep, okay, now I have an upgraded operating system, uh, and my my system's upgraded, but things around me are not. Let's just use that as an example. I had that on my computer. I upgraded my computer to Windows Seven, but you know, three of the programs that used to work under XP don't work now. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do we deal with that? Now I'm upgraded. We look around and we see, wow, this is like these things in my life Mm -hmm. are just not working. Mm -hmm. What do we do then? Well, it comes back once again to choice. And as we step into a creator orientation, as we upgrade our personal operating system, there are still going to be the the siren song, so to speak, in our in our society and in our relationships of people and conditions wanting to pull us back into that yeah. drama. Yeah. And sometimes so, that's family and friends. Sometimes maybe not. Yes. Sometimes family right. and friends. Sometimes it's just what you see in the news. Or, right. Okay. Uh, again, all, all kinds of conditions or at that work come up. Or, mm-hmm. Yep. You bet. That's because, how we outgrow our jobs, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. And the, and the drama can show up in so many uh, aspects of our lives. And so sometimes, and I want to walk carefully here because okay. I, th- I think staying uh, in and really working to create healthy relationships is always kind of the first step. And there are times, there uh, certainly was a time in my life where as I got clear about what I wanted to create, there have been certain relationships that I have had to, uh, to go back to your metaphor of the computer, I had to uh, delete that program. I had to, uh, not had to, I chose to um, make the choices about what no longer fits with that new operating system. So just as you were telling me during one of the breaks that right. you had to delete some old programs that weren't working with the new operating system, uh, we have to make those sometimes difficult choices in service to uh, the kind of life and relationships that we want to create. You know, I have to tell you, this is um, there's so much to talk about and so much to learn about this. And certainly this is your area of expertise. And we're going to talk about it more. Um, I want to make sure that everybody knows about what you've got going on. So do you want to give us a sneak preview of what's up and coming for you? Sure. Well, we are in the process of rolling out some public workshops. Great. That have a, a one-day uh, public workshop and offering actually uh, here in the Seattle area in early June. Uh, in Dallas, actually, later this week, oh, uh, in Richmond in April. Uh, and those dates, as they come on the radar screen, can be found on the website at uh, powerofted.com. And there's a section there on seminars. And we're also going to be um, to rolling out a, uh, a coaching program uh, for people who would like to work with someone who perhaps is a trained coach and uses uh, the empowerment dynamic, uses the TED framework as a basic frame for uh, coaching, and we're hoping to bring those coaching services online oh, here in great. the next month or so. Oh, wow, it's exciting. Those are your baby steps, eh? They are. They are. <laughs> All part of the creating process. Wow, David Emerald joining us here today. Uh, David, what's your personal message for our, all of us? My personal message is that we are all inherently creators, and that from that inherent capability to create outcomes, we can have a life that is so much more resourceful, so much more fulfilling, uh, and so much more of a contribution to our world and to those with whom we interact. 
And so I, I sign my books. I sign my emails by acknowledging the creator in you. I love that. Thank you so much for uh, bringing out the creator in all of us. David Emerald, uh, The Power of Ted is the book, uh, The Empowerment Dynamic. And certainly you can go to the website, powerofted.com, find out more about the book. It's available pretty much everywhere, I would say. Uh, And a message that all of us could learn is truly to take a look at how unbelievably and remarkably powerful we are to pick and choose, David, don't you think? Indeed. That is one thing that folks cannot take away from us, and that is the power to choose. It's a core part of who we are as human beings. Absolutely. Thank you, David, for joining us here today. Thanks for a great show. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. We will be right back at you next time right here on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We'll see you next time, everyone.